Good morning. Welcome to the PFFA pod. I'm your host, Kyle McLowry. We're going to be talking about the Seattle stair climb a little bit today. Just a quick update. Before we get into some of the discussion, let's just go around the table real quick and have you introduce yourself and where you work, how long you've been in the Bureau. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning. Tamara Eidler. Um, I'm currently assigned at Trek 13 on mm -hmm. C-Shift. Nice. Been there for a while. For a so, while, yeah. In my mind. Um, in the Bureau, 12 years. 12 years in. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. And you've been at 13 um, most of your career, right? I have, yes. Nice. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming this morning. Good morning, everybody. My name is Tom Clausen. I'm currently assigned to Engine 19 on C-Shift. Just coming off shift this morning, uh, had a really awesome, amazing night at 19, so, and coming up on seven years in the Bureau. Awesome. And so all three of us were at the stair climb this year. Uh, Tom has been numerous times, and you are the organizer of the team. Yes. Tamara, this is your, how many times have you done this? This year was my second year. Okay. Awesome. And that was my first time doing it. So let's just sort of um, start 10,000 foot level. Give a little bit of talk about the stair climb, what it is, and we can then maybe zoom in on some of our involvement from Portland. Sure. So the the event we're talking about is the Leukemia Lymphoma Firefighter Stair Climb. Leukemia Lymphoma is also known as LLS. So the stair climb is an event where participants are all firefighters from all across the country. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody who comes runs up 69 it runs maybe runs. A, a, an exaggeration of sorts makes their way everybody up. else may have run i don't know <laughs> I, I certainly wasn't running uh does their best to climb the tower uh 69 stories of it in full structural turnout gear with an scba on air with an for air. the entire yeah. thing which yeah. makes it actually the largest event of its kind in the world so it's pretty impressive um, numbers wise, you know, when I say largest, it's about 2000 firefighters mm -hmm. uh, from around the country. There's oftentimes mm -hmm. international participants. And by my count, there's about 280 different departments competing. This awesome. Year. Great. So that gives you an uh, idea of the scale of the event, um, almost 2000 firefighters. And then there's support team, support people from Seattle there. There's family and friends. I mean, it's, it's a big event. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's a um, huge production. I would say too it, um, that leukemia lymphoma has been doing this for a long time with civilians as well. Uh -huh. And my understanding is that one of the Seattle area East Side Fire and Rescue or somebody came one year, decided to see if they could do the civilian climb in their gear, just kind of try it out, just for see fun. if it worked. Just for, yeah. and LLS quickly quickly realized that it would be awesome to have a standalone event that is specific to firefighters. Got it. Um, so Got yeah, it. lots of our Nailed fire family. Nailed it. So how many? Of those 2,000 or so firefighters, or Portland firefighters? Uh, approximately two dozen local 43 members, okay. which is fantastic. It's about the same number we had last year. Mm -hmm. um, we had all those people went up, and the event, I should say, too, in terms of a benefit for LLS, all of the climbers mm -hmm. commit to raising a minimum number of funds that benefit LLS. LLS uses the money to fund... Uh, blood cancer research mm -hmm. and also to support uh, cancer patients and their families once they're diagnosed. It's a great organization. Mm -hmm. I know, I mean, I think people from the Bureau have been involved in different ways. I've known it from my personal life from a friend who works in the uh, OHSU up in the oncology ward. So it's a great organization. I think Portland, um, 
We raised how much this year? Um, <clears throat> the event overall raised uh, just over $2.2 million. Mm -hmm. And of that, Portland Fire raised just over $28,000. Awesome. Which, which actually put us at, out of those 280 teams, puts us at 11th overall really? for fundraising. Yeah. Nice. So we've done very well. Do on they that do that just by the amount raised? Or is it like the amount of amount raised divided by the number of people raising? I'm not... uh, they do have a ranking for per capita by team, but that 11th out of 280 is just raw numbers, just total Great. raised. Great. Awesome. Um, so our, our idea here is just to kind of give folks, because we've talked about this before, just a quick update. Maybe um, try to continue to encourage people to get involved. So, Tamara, yes. this is your second time. <laughs> what, what kind of sparked you to do it, not this year, but the year before? What got you involved? And are you, how do you feel about it? Did you enjoy it? Is it fun? What are your thoughts about the whole, the whole climb? Can I put you on the spot for that? Absolutely. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, I've had, I've, I've heard about the stair climb and the, the way it like um, benefits the lymphoma and leukemia society. Um, I've had my eye on doing it. Um, there was times that I was out of town and it just didn't work out. And so last year I finally committed to it a hundred percent and, uh, that was probably the hardest part, just the, the mental blockage at first of like just to get over the hump, thinking like, about the 69 floors, yeah. <laughs> getting up there. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, I do have a personal connection to the Lymphoma and Leukemia Society. Mm. Um, my mom got diagnosed in 2015 with lymphoma. Mm. And so, yeah, we spent a lot of time up at OHSU, several rounds of chemo. Um, she also did go through uh, like a clinical trial in the end and uh, unfortunately um yeah it was a year hot hard fought but uh, unfortunately in 2016 mm. uh, may 17th she did pass away oh, sorry but seeing now what the society the lls does of raising these funds mm -hmm. um this clinical trial that she did in 2016 talking or reading about it and talking to Alan, our uh, team honoree, actually. Mm -hmm. um, it's amazing now how these clinical trials a few years ago are actually now saving people's lives. Yeah. So yeah. the money that goes to the research um, definitely over the years improves people's lives. And yeah, so that is kind of one of my push for doing Great. this. Great. And then just the energy that is there. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the climb, they have like a survivor battalion which i think is amazing mm -hmm. like these are firefighters who have fought blood cancers and uh -huh. just thinking about it if they can uh -huh. do it after beating cancer then any of us should that's be one of the earlier groups that, that goes is that, is yes. that survivor it's, battalion i want to mm -hmm. say the first or second uh, so I, I think that well technically they send the first battalion the first two battalions are uh -huh. the top 100 racers from the or the top 50 uh -huh. or it's mm -hmm. the top the top times from the previous years yeah but then immediately after that they followed up with the survivor battalion you know the and some pipes the, and drums and, and some of the top um, um fundraisers fundraisers thank you yeah, yeah. And just so I can put a little finer point, and that's for people who may not know what you mean. So when you're there amongst these thousands and thousands of people, they're calling out battalions, and you just know what battalion you're in for when you're going to be climbing. Correct. So I yeah. think I was in like battalion 36 or 37. Just, I'm just saying that out for folks who haven't been there when you say the battalion, then maybe it's self-evident after this discussion, but <laughs> sure. probably worth painting a little bit of a picture. Yeah. 
That's no, that, that's a really intense story. Um, um, how how did you how uh, so you were a little bit daunted by the climb, which I uh, agree. Like I've had the same very similar experience where I did have done the uh, Portland climb before, but I mean they're related, but not the same beast at all. Thinking about the physical part of it, it was a little bit like I didn't know what to expect. So now I know at least. But uh, how how was the experience for you? The actual climb itself is it now that you've done it twice? Do you still feel like it's daunting, or what? What do you th- what do you think when you think about next year doing the climb? Well, I'm actually excited about it. Yeah. It is <clears throat> funny because on the one hand, not knowing about it, what to expect, is maybe better than when you actually <laughs> do know what to expect. I don't know. I think there's yeah benefits to both. Uh-huh. Um, my first year, uh, it was daunting thinking about the 69 floors, but then I was like, well, I'll take it step by step, and yeah. you know, should make it up there. The really neat thing about this climb is also that um, on every <clears throat> floor or on every landing and on every half landing, mm. they have posters on the walls um, and they're either in honor of or in memory of. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, so I knew Alan, our team honoree, he had a poster up there somewhere um, in honor of. Mm-hmm. And then last year, I actually sent a picture of my mom in and I did mm. a in memory of. Mm. So in a way, going up the flights, um, I didn't know what floor either two, either one of those two are. Mm-hmm. But in a way, going up every half floor, you f- see a poster, yeah. you see the face that either has beat cancer or yeah. hasn't. But it makes you actually think about the real cause Absolutely. of this event, Absolutely. Um, and that keeps you going. So, I will admit I would was periodically paying attention to the posters. Mm-hmm. I would say that that focus sort of came and went over the course of the climb. <laughs> I did see um, that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I didn't see Alan's though. I would have. I, I didn't know he had a poster up. I would have been looking for it. I will say we've mentioned Alan a couple times. Just as a quick update, I. I was excited to see him there. I hadn't seen him since that we did that did that Zoom meeting a, a while back for our um, one of these podcasts. He looks great. He's doing well. Um, I was very excited to talk to him for for a few minutes. And I don't know if you have anything update update for uh, him. No, just but, like you're saying, he's doing great. Uh, as far as being our team honoree, Alan's been with our team for two years now. He was diagnosed with AML. It's a type of lymphoma. Uh-huh. Uh, June of 21. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, only six days after he retired from Albany PD. Right. 20 plus years right. uh, in the service. Um, and yeah, he came up, you know, like Tamara's mom, came up to OHSU, spent a bunch of time there, treatment yeah. and so on. But again, the, the treatments that he's receiving are, right. are a direct result of the funding that right. we're helping to provide. And I'm going to loudly... He's doing great. Not going yeah. with like I mean, I suppose with cancer you're never really out of the out of the woods, or maybe takes more years. But um, he's in remission. He is. Yeah. yeah. No, he, he's doing great. Uh, he's been up to both these last two years. He's accompanied the team up to Seattle and yeah. he's had a yeah. really good time. Right. He really enjoys it. Yeah. Like seeing. Yeah. Everybody putting the work in. So he was my he. I really used him as motivation. Like mm-hmm. I was like I'm gonna just think about yeah. him when I'm when I'm up there. Just struggling up with those last 20 flights. Yeah. I was like, all right, fucking Alan had to go through a lot worse than this. And that's what I did. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I will just real quickly say, just from for anybody out there who's uh, stair climb curious, it's an awesome experience. And I, ha- I remember thinking the same thing even for the Portland one, which is much smaller. Just, you know, there's not as many people, not as many floors. The thought of going down there and gearing up and doing it is not like super fun, but it's a great experience. Like when I walked in, I wouldn't know what to expect. I mean, but 
I walked in, it's just mayhem. The mm-hmm. amount of people, like I can't, now it took me a while to get my bearing, like how do I, where do I get my information? But you know, as you expected these things, there's a lot of camaraderie, people are cheering you on. Um, and then, then you do it and it's over. And you're like, that was pretty cool. Anyways, for what it's worth, anybody who's kind of thinking about it, just sign up, sign up, commit to doing it. This is what happened to me. We're doing a podcast, mm-hmm. talking to Alan. I'm like, I'm going to commit on air. I did it. And then it came around. Tom said, hey, signing up. We're signing up tomorrow. I'm going to say, my initial thought was, oh, God, what did I do? <laughs> but in the actual, you know, dragging myself up there, it was up to Seattle. Next time I'll go and spend more time in Seattle. Yeah, I, you can I, make a weekend out of it. Yeah, that's what most people did, and that's what I think encouraged. Yeah. Uh, I just drove up, did the climb, and drove back. So next time I'll do better. Um, what are some of the things you want to tell the folks? Um, I just want uh, everybody to know... Number one, that we did an awesome job on fundraising. Like I said, over $28,000. A couple of particular mentions. Uh, Hannah TK raised in excess of $6,600, and Fergus raised over $5,300 for our top two fundraisers. That's super impressive. Yeah, super impressive. A lot of people mentioned to me that the fundraising is actually more intimidating than the climb in some ways, just the discomfort of asking people for money. But again, it's, you know, you have a personal relation like Tamara does, or you know someone mm-hmm. like Alan, you put a face with the disease and, it, you know, not, nothing's harder than what they did. You know, certainly we can ask people for a few dollars to support right. the cause. Uh, I, I, that was my experience. I think that was probably at least mentally harder than getting to turn out and climbing up the stairs. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as it was like, like the stair climb, as soon as it was over, and I, and I had reached my goals. I actually exceeded my goals. I was like, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I would mention too, in terms of the physical effort, you know, it, I'd be remiss in not mentioning that our team had a really good performance on the time front. You know, like mm-hmm. I said, it's the times are not as important as the money we're raising for the cause. Right. That said, we're competitive people. Yeah. You know, we are industrial <laughs> athletes. We beat our times um, from last year. You know, yeah. and, and it's, a, it's a great way to have a focus for your training that we should all be doing at work anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, the the climb the event takes the top three times from each team and combines them and uses that to rank teams side by side as a team time mm-hmm. and out of those 280 teams were 14th overall so we definitely had some super fast climbers yeah people who spent a lot of time on the stair mill mm-hmm. climbing big pink yep. was a, a big favorite yep. yeah we we really just want to make sure that everybody knows that local 43 you know you were well represented um, it's a super awesome event and you should come and join us next year. Love to have more than 25 show up. More than 25. My, you know, my, ultimately my, one of my big overarching goals is to get representation from every mm-hmm. single station mm-hmm. in Portland. Uh, we could certainly use more. We, we have one officer who climbs, uh, Brian uh-huh. Prophet. Uh-huh. And I'd love to see more officers, yeah. maybe even a chief or two mm-hmm. and, uh, the investigators unit just to make sure that all of Portland fire is represented. You know, we have, absolutely. What, what do you guys do anything as a local, like the night before the local 43 members meet and have dinner together? Or is there a, a, something you do afterwards what, as a group of, of Portland firefighters? The night before the event? Yeah, or, or after, I don't know. Uh, both. Uh, the last couple of years, Grant Kelly has organized a team dinner at the uh-huh. hotel prior, which has been a really nice way to connect with people and their families mm-hmm. who've come up. Um, and then after the event, there may be some adult beverages that are right. consumed, which is you know, a good There's time to go out and some see people. Degree, some replenishing degree. and hydrating. Replenishing, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Electrolytes. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, there's some degree of the pub crawl, as I understand, after yeah, midnight after. Pub crawl. Yeah, absolutely. You can say it. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. you know, go have a good yeah. weekend with your buddies. Um, yeah. It's a great way to go up, support the cause, and then yeah. just, yeah, have a really meaningful connection with the other people from Portland Fire. Right. Well, good. Shout out to Gary and Hannah for uh, doing such a great job uh, fundraising. Um, if that's something that seems daunting to anybody, you know, you can do it. Um, if the stairs sound sound daunting, you can do it. I would yeah. say once you get to the top, it's pretty um, satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, especially just coming up there yeah. and then seeing everybody tired, mm-hmm. but the energy around you is absolutely positive because everybody's smiling. Mm-hmm. So, and then the view is pretty amazing too. It's so, not bad, yeah. Yeah, I could imagine something to look forward to. It was a cloudy day, but I could imagine <laughs> on a sunny day with that view is out across across the city there. Um, can, if I could interject something, um, whether it's the physical training that people have concerns about or the fundraising, there's support for all these things. There's, there's a great support infrastructure in place with LLS. Mm-hmm. I like to think with our team, you know, like no one's doing this alone, mm-hmm. just like work. You know, like if you can get a buddy, get a crew together, uh, we take a stair mill out to certain events and do a, a fill the boot type right. deal, which right. helps with the fundraising quite a bit. Yep. Uh, you know, we do Facebook campaigns. We can do letter writing. We got lots of ideas on the table. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, same thing on the physical training you front. Know, you, it would, you don't uh, have to do it all by yourself. Right. I was hoping one of those top uh, fundraisers would be here today because I'm sure they have some strategies they used, whether it's, they do it on certain days when it's matching donation days. But maybe we'll do that later, get them in and see what their, what their tricks are because um, I, I don't know what they are, but I think that there's probably some things you could do to really maximize the dollars that you raise. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's lots of room for growth. I mean, 20000 is awesome. I'd love to crack the top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple teams out there that raise, you know, 50. I think Seattle raised in excess of $100,000. Right. But they also have a team of, you know, 50 or 60 people, and they've been doing right. it for a long time. So Right, it's their backyard. Uh, it's their backyard, but there's no reason we can't take them down. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you, Seattle. Going after uh, the big dog. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, I mean, I know uh, Tamara needs to leave here in a minute, uh, but I want to make sure that we can get everything out. Um, no stress. <laughs> uh, don't want to miss anything. We're just trying to get a quick shout out, public service announcement to the, to the membership. And I see you're looking at your notes. I'll take no, a sec- take a, take a second and take a look and see if there's anything. That is relevant. No, I think just, I mean, really just to summarize it, I was just going to say if anybody, you know, is thinking about it, mm-hmm. um, it's for a great cause. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen the results and the research and how it helps, um, you know, individuals who are fighting cancer and their families. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, on top of that, it's also a benefit to your personal fitness. It so. is. It is. <laughs> I'm actually still, I still go down to Big, big Pink. Uh, I've, been, I've been doing that before shift, um, usually before my single days. Just because it's on the way That's to work. I'm like, I, I can't say I like it, but I kind of like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, it didn't prepare me as well as I thought I would, it, it would. You know, even <laughs> having a, a weight vest and going to big, big, big Pink twice, my thought process was... 41 flights, do it twice. That's got to be close to the same experience. Changes it once you're on air. Yeah, changes it once you're on air. 
And I think it's not having that break at 41 going down the elevator. Something about that. <laughs> yeah, the I mean, second half of the Seattle yeah. climb is, is yeah. a grind, for sure. The, yeah, I would say the last 10. I last don't like, 10. I don't yeah. like the countdown on the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> I just rather have it a, a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> You're done. I'm yes. done. Okay. Yeah. yeah, actually, you know, even though the times don't matter, I think speaking of climbing Big Pink, um, some of our members, especially the downtown company folks, have an advantage, right? Able to come by and climb Big Pink right before work is uh -huh. awesome. Um, I know it helps some people. Uh, John Mounts was our top climber. Right. He's done really, I know he mm -hmm. spent a ton of time at, at Big Pink. And so in terms of our, our overall team ranking time-wise, uh, John Mounts, Chris Andre, and Kevin Sun Sunbaum were our top three mm -hmm. male finishers who put us in that position. And just it represents a, a huge amount of work on their part. So I want to congratulate them. Well done. For um, them, it was racing. Or yeah. running. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which um, was great. And then Hannah TK, also uh, our top female mm -hmm. racer. Um, so just a really tremendous effort on all fronts by those members. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah, I, was, I had just finished uh, um, a few minutes before Kevin got up. Yeah, and he, he mm -hmm. put everything in. Like, he got to the top, and there was nothing left in the tank. That's awesome. Like, yeah, so he, was really he really crushed it. Okay. I'm cool putting a cap on it there, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, last thing I was going to add is just speaking of next year. So the climb is always the second Sunday in March. Okay. So we're looking at, I believe that makes it March 10th of 2024. Mm -hmm. So kind of have that in mind. But really the more important date, the event fills up really quickly. Uh, registration happens in September. We'll all get an email out you know, from the union uh, to remind everybody later this summer. Um, but yeah, register in the fall. Climb is in March and you should join us next year. I'm gonna commit right now on air. I'll be signing up next year. Any injuries aside, no. Yeah. I'll go for go for round two. Perfect. Awesome. I'll be great there. to hear I'll that. Be there. I'll yeah. be there too. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks.